Hi, welcome to Talk About the Passion. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and on this episode, I talk to my friend E.K. for a second time now. He was on here right before the world stopped in 2020, talking about how he got into music and the different bands he's been in. This time around, uh, he gives me an update on a new musical project he's working on, uh, and then we get into a bit about his time in Warzone and what it was like recording with Dr. No, who worked on their Open Your Eyes record. You know, I was thinking about that Warzone record in the, in the first one, Don't Don't Forget the Struggle, Don't Forget the Streets. And I started thinking of some of my favorite records that came out of New York. The first one that immediately comes to mind is, you know, obviously Agnostic Front's Victim in Pain, which I bought when it came out and sold it in the 90s for probably not a lot of money, unfortunately. Uh, the artwork on the cover and back cover of that record is pretty dark, and with no picture of the band, I had no idea what I was getting into. Then you open it up and see the picture of the band playing live. It's pretty much like any of those live shots of hardcore bands in that era, taken away from the stage with tons of audience members visible. It's one of the tent poles of hardcore, the live shot, you know. Bands literally connected to the audience. There's no barrier. The band isn't being shuffled off stage behind a curtain. No, they're right there. With this particular picture, though, singer Roger Murray with his you know back arched, probably screaming the album's opening chorus, Why Am I Going Insane? Vinny Stigma looking as crazy as ever. And the stage, pretty much surrounded by skinheads. It was a menacing thing for me at 14, that's for sure. For, especially being from the suburbs of Boston, just getting into hardcore music. You know, Boston had their notoriety for being violent or scary, but by 1984, those guys were, were long gone. At least playing longer songs and not necessarily interested in being a crew. To me, most of that stuff was myth anyway. Even that... Shortly after, stories of Choke, you know, hitting people over the head with a microphone stand or, you know, John Anastas knocking beer out of someone's hand. I always doubt any of that stuff was actually true, but it sounded good at 14. Uh, and just from that one picture, and of course, that intense energy of those 11 songs in 15 minutes is just, it was this scary vibe, you know, in a good way. And uh, I was along for the ride at that point. Cause for Alarm, you know, came after that and... It, came as a hard you know me being a hardcore metalhead uh it was great you know it was a welcome addition to my music collection aside from a couple you know questionable lyrics on that record as well as you know what people some people say is too much double bass you know it doesn't bother me uh it's a monster that you know starts off by punching you directly in your stupid face with the eliminator which for my money is you know one of their top three songs uh the first songs on hardcore records are, you know, a big deal to me. You know, if you're not knocking me over immediately, you know, what's the point? You know, Black Flag with uh, Rise Above, Undamaged. Who Are You by Void, uh, Betray, Negative, uh, Minor Threat, uh, Negative Approach, Tied Down, Sheer Terror, Here to Stay, We Gotta Know by Chromags. Uh, Chromags, uh, Age of Quarrel also comes out in 86. And he immediately becomes part of my vocabulary. It's not a bad second of music on that record. You know, people talk about the production, but I'm completely fine with how it sounds. It's too bad we'll most likely never see that lineup of that band play those songs again, though. Uh, 1986 also sees the debut from Murphy's Law and the Crumb Suckers. Excellent debut, uh, Life of Dreams. You know, most of the, the New York bands, to my ears, had a little bit of a different sound, which, you know, when you think about it, that makes a scene. If your city just as a dozen bands all doing the same things, you'd want to move far away from there immediately. 
so even though there's you know people talk about the New York hardcore sound there, there is I don't think it was really easily to, to pin that down uh, and for my money you know 1986 is one of the many peaks in hardcore music you know I'm old but not you know old cynic that's you know going to say hardcore ended when I stopped paying attention uh, as that is certainly not the case at all but for the stuff I love and that became staples of my music collection you know 86 was the year and I mean even out of you know, just the, the New York hardcore stuff we're talking about. You know, Licensed Ill comes out. Youth of Today, Break Down the Walls. Uh, Bad Brains, Eye Against Eye. Uh, Dag Nasty, Can I Say. Screaming for Change by Uniform Choice. Rain and Blood, Master of Puppets. Uh, second Run DMC album. Uh, Slapshot, Back on the Map. No, the third third Run DMC album. Raising Hell. Uh, moving Targets, Burning War. I, I, I could sit here and, you know list off albums all night but you know you get the picture and we should probably move on to ek at this point because i'm uh going down a, a road that we don't need to go down before we do though if you like what you hear here please subscribe give us a like follow us on facebook or instagram do all that and we promise to keep getting these out there speaking of that if you'd like to be on an episode or have a suggestion please message me at instagram or my facebook just search for talk about the passion podcast and you can find me. Okay, well, here we go with episode 81, Eric Comst. Thanks for listening. Uh, so, EK, uh, yeah. you're playing oh. music again? Um, yeah, I, it's, um, it's, I went to uh, a girlfriend and I, she, she went, we went to, um, Cabo St. Lucas for her job, for the, the function down there. Yeah. It's not profit thing and stuff. It's really cool. Got to see a, a live band for the first time. And, and since COVID, like it was, I was thinking Marley, it was okay. Actually, they were not bad. It was actually pretty tight. And, uh, ended up seeing them, um, all at the airport, all kicking it, just like, you know, down to earth people and shit. And then I, I, my stomach, I started getting all inspired. I'm like, fuck, so I get back here. And um, Israel had a thing, had like a thing up about, um, you know, putting together a bass to play and a drummer to play these songs that I recorded though. So I just, and right when I was going to answer the, I was going to, so many like, people tagged me and I was like, oh, I'm going to answer this. And then he called me. Oh, nice. Somehow, like, it just, it was like, meant, it was like weird. It was like meant to be. But yeah, so we've been playing, man, and it sounds, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's like this wicked punk. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of old, it, like, it's like old Bad Brains meets, like, it's like Black Top Bad Brains, but not like Redbone in the City, more like Fast right. meets like Flight meets like, I don't know, like punk. Like straight English punk or something. I don't know. Nice. It's good though. Nice. And who who else is uh, playing in that? Um, it's me. It's me in Israel, and then this this guy, um, Jack Keller. He's a bass player. He was in the uh, band Downtown Brown from around here. Oh, okay. he, He's um, yes, a few of the um Norwood like Norwood side project from Fishbone. One of his oh, nice. things. Yeah. Whatever. It turns out we just got a, a room the other day. We rehearsed there. They're like, we got rooms for uh, rent for the month. Like, yeah. So we grabbed one. It's small as fuck, but it's better than nothing. So we can go whenever we want. And right down the hall, like right at the end of the hall, it's like six foot down. It happens to be Fishbone and those guys. I was like, that's oh, bad. Right. Oh, that's bad. And then the guy who was showing us around, it was like, his name, Chris. He seemed like this unapproachable guy, but it ended up being really cool. He was actually in Megadeth back in the day, I guess. Oh, wow. I mean, nice. I wouldn't even know. He was just so down to earth and chill. He wouldn't even know. And it's a big ass place. It's in the hood. It's it's in East LA. And it's by like the why they were, you know, where the LA River is, what they show in like the Terminator and shit, that really yeah. cool basic. Yeah. Right there, train track. It's super <laughs> like NYC looking, which I yeah. love. I'm like, this is cool. 
Nice. Yeah, and it's it's short money. It's like you know, I don't know. We talked about it like three and a quarter months, so that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah, be good. Just nice. to take back, put in the work in woodshed, you know. Yeah, and how how long yeah. have you been since you've been able to play drums? Like a play a drum set, you know? Oh, an actual kit, like since way pre-COVID, I think. Wow. I think when we left Oak was probably like. But like probably I'd played maybe like a, a month before then or so. Do we actually speak in, Mar- in March? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think 20? it was about a yeah. It was, it was March. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So probably like literally a couple of weeks before then because yeah. we had a show book March 14th. Oh yeah, yeah you're that, right. Yeah. That was it. Everything yeah. else has been fixed on pillows and practice pads and my, you know, here. So now I get to actually move my drums out of here. That's awesome. Move them, have some more room in here. That'll be cool. Yeah. Nice. And 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 you know you've posted a few uh, videos on uh, Instagram and looks like you have in a. Uh, Lost it, <laughs> like oh, I'm thank right you. Back, man. yeah, man. So, uh, sounds good. That. With the, it's weird with that. With, with like anything else, it's muscle memory, I guess. Yeah. But still, but it's just it's just getting used to the actual the actually that like right like you know, and actually like having authority. So I have to play with lots of uh, you know, heaviness. Right. Right. Baseball calls it. He's like, you play heavy. I was like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Fuck. But it's good to play with you know actual you know good players. Yeah. You know. It's interesting because Israel, like we we um we don't know each other that well. We met through Mackie yeah. when I was back in the Bean in like ninety, like right after I was sick of it all ninety three to get sober back then. And uh, they were playing they were playing with Living Color at the Orpheum. Oh, yeah. Yep. They come down here and so and so come chill, and I was like, hey, all right, cool. And I went down there to the soundcheck and was just fucking around with them and met Israel there. And that was the only time though. Yeah. And um and and so we ended up we ended up getting on pretty good, man. He's actually playing guitar and singing, which is kind of a oh nice. A it's a different thing from him. He's, he's definitely, it's definitely raw, but it's fucking heavy. Yeah. Like, and he's got the like his performance space just in practice already, which I love. Yeah. I'm like, this good. is cool. It sounds like you're playing like pepperoni songs. That's of. awesome. <laughs> I, 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 you know, people, people are up and down about the record, uh, any of yeah. the lineups about him, but I, I think that album they did with him was great. And I saw it when they, I think they played the channel with him, and uh, they were great. You know. If, Oh, they, did you see that? Oh, did, he said he did. I said, I didn't even know how long. It turns out he was in the same amount of time in that band as I wasn't sick at all. Yeah. Not long, long enough yeah. to do some touring and do a right. record and shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he sounded like, I mean, he's basically like kind of HR. They get, actually, those guys get along. He said yeah. he's HR before Bad Brains. Nice. Which is cool. I mean, he's really approachable and he's got that, that singer shit that's just kind of, they can't, it's hard to put your finger on it. They just have this certain thing that's like, it's just aesthetic or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's it go one way or another, you know? At least yeah. with him. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's certain uh, guys yeah. that sort of have that mystique around him, like like an HR. Or like you know. Yeah. Mystique, I think that was the word I was looking for, mystique, but yeah. it's possible. Cool, so you're not gonna get that <laughs> and so listening to you like just the, the few seconds of of uh video you posted it kind of reminded me of like how much like hip-hop influences your drumming and just, oh, like soul yeah. music i mean you can see it which is oh, something no shit, you know you didn't really hear in hardcore except you know with guys like you i think and mackie and uh yeah people never think about warzone as that influence but i think Warzone, when you were in the band, I think Soto was one of the first bands to sort of bring the hip hop aesthetic to a skinhead uh, band, which was kind of weird, but with no, respect like, to it, not like just doing like oh, silly oh, rap, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, not like uh, like um, Limp Bizkit or like right, that, right. Like, yeah. like a feel, like a feel thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that, it's interesting. as you can tell just from like like a like a ten twelve second thing. It's like yeah, it's very. I I love all that stuff, man. All that like early early like the. 80s anything 80s early 90s hip-hop like yeah. especially 
especially East Coast, especially Tribe Called Quest. They like oh, all yeah. that shit. Yeah. It's like the before, and even the Motown and um, it Philly sound the shit that my mom's record collection. I would just throw on anything and just like it's fucking here. It's like yeah, crazy. Yeah. Shit. I would imagine. I think I heard it differently as a kid. I would think think just because I play like I don't know. I just seemed that way when I was young. I'm like this sounds different than the way other people hear. Like <laughs> really, in my, other people's ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you could you could feel it. You know. Yeah, different. But that's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to bring that, but like not make it obvious, but have a feel to the songs. Even if it's like you're about to about to fast, but have it like a like that like that we stand alone kind of like that skip. Like yeah, I, I yeah, it's got the started. swing to it, you know. Yeah, swing exactly. You got yeah. it. You know, and all the adjectives tonight. <laughs> um, so why why do you think it was like hardcore and hip hop were so you know close at that point? Is it because um, like the it it obviously started in New York? So that's it, a great question. That's yeah. a really yeah. I you know it's funny that came up like when um on um Toby's one life on one mm-hmm. uh, one life one chance thing too because he called it he was like yeah I did Warzone he, he said the same thing you did like he was like he brought this like it was like a I had them like growing the hair and using Maris and shit and slicking the hair and yeah. all those cows I was like yeah whatever but it sounds good <laughs> and, you know before the before the the, the metal monstrosity whatever you want to call yeah, it yeah. Like, you know but it, it, and it's, Toby was like yeah the sneaker skins and and I no, I think I attribute it to is like in New York City like especially in that neighborhood back then like the East Village and Lower East Side like. It wasn't like any every anyone and everyone that lived in the neighborhood. It wasn't specific to specific to that neighborhood. And even if it was, even if you were, it didn't matter what culture you were in, because they had hip hop parties yeah. and like schools. Like these, they rent out these schools and have like these really neat like a blowout hip hop. Like and, and everyone hung out with everyone, every culture, heavy metal, like dudes. Like it didn't matter. Like yeah, it was just yeah. all in one. Like if you were like down to be creative, like then and those creative juices were flowing back then. And and I attributed to that like a lot of. A lot of the New York Harkers are old, older dudes from my generation before my, all into that hip hop shit. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Mm. And it wasn't like in the, you know, the suburban areas where punk was because that was, you know, just white people. So when you yeah. got all sorts of cultures hanging out with each other, you're naturally so, going to, you know, listen to and absorb other cultures and their music and art, you know? Yeah. It's like the New York City thing is like, what, 14 million people, like whatever. Yeah. Like you have to have to live on top of each other so it's almost like you have to sort of appreciate each other's yeah um you know thing or whatever yeah. you know yeah that's what i and if you do that they'll get all tight and weird and you know because it's a ton of people that people are like, there's so many people i'm like no you don't understand it's a fucking beautiful place yeah man. yeah yeah if you're doing you know? it right and you're not uh you don't yeah. have that chip on your shoulder where you're like you know a racist exactly. or you know or just no you can have a swag but it not like a like a like a cocky swag like a yeah swag. yeah exactly like kind of thing you know yeah nice while but like also like yeah i can play my shit too. yeah which is good i can't i honestly brandon can't wait to get on stage again like this thing this thing's moving pretty quick i bet you'll be able to play out in a couple of months yeah nice wait this is going yeah and uh we we're talking about names and shit i think we, for now i think because those are all his songs he just want to call it israel joseph I for now i think yeah nice and then we'll take you know but once we do our own record because the songs are pretty cool it's pretty raw he goes i wrote it and and recorded it in better than three weeks, and I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, it kind of sounds that way, but like, like <laughs> but like nicely, you know. He, right, he right. It. Yeah, he, of course. It's just like you, you, that the programming, the drum machine stuff, like it's yeah. weird sometimes. But like, I figured out. I just, I just write my own parts. I'm like, fuck it. Nice. How's things up in Boston? Good, good, okay. good. Shows are starting to uh, happen up here too. You know, they, I saw uh, that. Yeah, they. Murphy's Boston. Law is playing here in a couple weeks, I saw that and then going to be sick. Yeah, and then they're doing a. Uh, the slap the 30 years hardcore one right yeah yeah the slap yeah. shot and sheer terror yep. I, th- I think is doing one night and then wow this, i think they're doing one night with like oi bands it's like slap shot stars and stripes and then the other night Chokes. is sheer terror and, <laughs> i know right <laughs> oh my god 
approach. That's going to be cool, man. Yeah. My good close friend Dominic that um, I did Tenebrae with for a minute. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Mark on yep. team. He's doing, he's in Top Shot now, I guess. So oh, yeah, you're right. It. Yeah. Yeah, he loves it. He's, yeah. I'm like, man, just fucking wrote the flow, man, because he moved. <laughs> he was out living out here up like Pacific Northwest style, I think. Yeah. And then moved back there to do Top Shot. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think Basically. they're recording in uh, Dallas right now. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Choke uh, posted like, some pictures. Dallas? That's so random. Yeah, yeah. I think he said they're record- he's recording a uh, slap shot in a Stars and Stripes record uh, this week. Oh, uh, knock it both out. Yeah. Yeah, because I know, I know um, Dean did one of theirs rec- like a couple of records ago or whatever, and I, he shut down the studio, which is terrible, because he was an amazing good engineer. Yeah, yeah. yeah the oh, I, they've been making some good records, too. What's that? Yeah, I remember. Even the stuff he did in the '90s when we were at Salad Days, the world's my fuse. He had uh, he did like American Nightmare and shit back then. Oh, Even yeah. that was amazing, you know. Yeah, he's just he's just so that that Berkeley shit. Dudes are like next level, man. Oh, is there any heat waves there at all? What's that? Is there already any any heat waves there at all? Like, like uh, yeah, it's it's hot, but it's been like raining constantly, oh. so it's like. I was I was in California a month ago with my girlfriend, but we were only in L.A. Yeah, for like a day. I know I I know I saw I saw friends in San Francisco for like a minute, and that was about it because she had never oh, okay. been out there, and uh, so we, it kind of stuffed all the tourist shit we could in. We we went out to Joshua with, um, Tree. Did you hang out with Kukin, Jason? Kukin? Yeah, yeah, I we went up to. He's San, a good yeah, shit. Yeah, my friend Brandy, you probably know Brandy, tattoo artist. Yeah, Bren, yeah, he's yeah. a fucking super guy, Yeah, so, yeah cool bitches, yeah, he's, I love um, fucking, those are really super, super nice people, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, good dudes, so, it was good to see them. Wow. But, uh, next time. <laughs> yeah, I know, next time. I'll be here, I'm going to be doing my thing. I'm pretty chill here so far, too. Yeah. Just, you know, it's only my, it's like pretty much, I pretty much moved here exactly two years ago, it was like August like 10th or some shit of like 19, I think. Yeah. But like, it's only. It seems like I've only been a year because of COVID. It seems, yeah. It's just been locked. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm just now like getting the feelers on to have uh, a little band going. That's actually you know a pretty you know not not a bad lineup. For yeah. Fucking, for, not too shabby. To yeah. Just seriously. That's, uh... You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're just gonna be fun songs live because they're just like some of them seem like they sound like sonically like oh this sounds like it could be easy whatever but then when you actually play it it's like different chord like he writes it's cool it's like it's like bad brains ish you know right what I mean? yeah it's got but the like, feel but not yeah not aping uh, it obviously. because of the vocals obviously yeah right yeah. right yeah but it'll be cool i can't wait we'll be playing all of the fucking place <laughs> oh, break <Yeah>. some shit <laughs> <laughs> and cool. you so you're out a lot now too. I, I noticed you're doing a lot of hikes and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. So it's good to finally get be getting out and shit, you know. Yeah, utilizing the um, the area, which I which I hadn't I hadn't really done much pre COVID because I had just gotten here. I was just getting all the feelers still. So I try I go I, I try to go um, when I can with like I meet Toby and those guys. I mean, it, it takes like I don't know half hour forty minutes to get to his house, and then we just all meet up, random crew, and we'll go eat and go hiking or vice versa, whatever like that. You know, usually once a week usually maybe sometimes like or every other week it depends they do a lot him and Derek and um and Chappelle like they go a lot they go all the time but he's like, he's like I gotta call you an hour ahead of time I'm like man leave it alone <laughs> donkey yeah which wish though it's like like teenagers still it's hilarious <laughs> but it's good to like, just getting out and about like even here I live I could walk to the beach it takes me like I don't know 10 minutes to walk to the beach from my house take a right and I go like four blocks and it's right there and it's cool it's like 
not that's it's not too wavy and shit like you're quintessential like pacific like because it's like it's like a not a peninsula but like a kind of like it's it's a, it's like a bay kind of sort of like yeah it's long beach. you in long like beach yeah long beach okay yeah. nice like I've been here since uh, November or October, November, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking dope. I love it. everyone. Doug lives. I can spin on his gym from here. Like two blocks. <laughs> nice. Are you like near Kevin uh, Kevin's bar? Yeah, yeah. I was doing the uh, door there for a minute, helping him out. Oh, nice. He just like you know, checking IDs, whatever. Yeah, he's doing. It's good over there. It's a cool little spot he has. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm glad he. Plus, it's cool to see those guys again and just hold, like having. We haven't like hung out tight in like a minute. But, yeah, I know it's cool you know? when people end up. In yeah, the same right. Town, you know, all these all these years later, you know. Yeah, Aaron was saying that. He took me to some seafood like a month ago, or whatever. And he's like, "Yo," he goes, "This shit doesn't." He's like, "People don't hang out after being friends this long anymore, really." Like, it's like kind of unheard of. And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, especially here, kind of right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the standard is to be flaky. So if you actually follow through your plan, plan, yeah. people think it's incredible. Like, yeah. it's like, I know. It's I like, think. <laughs> I think as we get old, you know, once you get older, too, and you stop doing that whole, you know, just. Yeah, having to be like you know cooler than now or whatever, and you just you know you yeah. want to spend time with people that you have you exactly. get along with and yep. respect and you know. So true. You couldn't have been. You just like literally read my mind. Like it's just you, your priorities change, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it, but they come to an age. It really does. I mean, you 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 like like uh, I have this awesome girlfriend who's like super supportive of me and and is like totally in my corner. And I'm in her corner. It's been almost a year already. And I'm like, this is like a healthy relationship. It's like I'm not used to this shit. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> But it's new, but it's foreign, and she's cool, and uh, she's a kid who I've never really dated any kids before in my life, and he's, like, awesome. I just started chilling him a little bit. He knows that I'm not his dad, like, I'm his friend, which is kind of cool. He's definitely, like, he's just sexy. He's like, oh, he's off the hook. But, uh, but like, if he's done somebody's, like, a, a, mo- a role model in his life, it's sort of positive, you know? So I figured I'd step up. Yeah, I give it a little. But and then having all that, and then just, I don't know, it's, you know— 51 and a half now I am. I mean, when you're a little like I'm eight and a half <laughs> <laughs> I know are, we, are half. We, we the same age I'm November 69 I think you said you're around the same right yeah January um 70 so like two oh, okay months. yeah yeah a few months, yeah nice. literally yeah it sounds like longer though because it's 70 I'm a 60s kid <laughs> did you see those pictures on IG with um with Mark and um uh homeboys chilling in New York with, oh uh, I know yeah yeah Hank, Hank and Mark yeah. wasn't those cool I know it's awesome uh, they give me like a chill up my spine seeing those. I love those two so much. <laughs> I know. I went. I interviewed both of them at the same time for this uh, a couple of years ago, and they talked about. Yeah, uh, those pictures were dope too. I saw yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. I, I love those love dudes. Them. Good people. Wow. So that's amazing. They were like around already when I came out. Kind of like <laughs> I know, right? Hanging. Yeah, they really did. Like they looked out. Like especially Hank. He was like, he, I looked up to him big time, man. I still do. You know, he's a magical person. He just tell you like it is. Straight, like shoot foot right from the hip, like, like boom, like point, like blunt direct, like, it's like yeah, fucking, all right, yeah, I love it. I think I love that being around people like that too makes you sort of want to be a better. At least me, when I yeah. when I talk to someone like Mark McKay or something, and then I think about myself, I'm like, well, I'm a, I've been a real piece of shit. I should, <laughs> you know, like, I think it's some of the stuff. Better. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so. I agree. It's so true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Especially that that crew, like that, like that slap shot crew back then, man. They were like, like some cool and different on stage, like with Jordan, Garrison, Soul, and Steve. Uh, and we had a little too. When I had Big Red Crush, I had a little thing with Bobby Frankenstein and and Jordan. And we didn't have a name or anything. We used to just jam over the music building, fuck around, and do like songs and shit. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. That was one of my favorite eras of Boston. I think is when, like, yeah, you, right? you know, when the, the Wrecking Crew was sort of at the top of their game and. 
mm-hmm. slap shot and you know we were all wearing our fred perry's and you know, yeah it was, a, it was a good time it's good good times to be you know yeah i was recognizing you, you the, from you back then like the younger pictures you have the the, the gear and shit back yeah, then too. yeah always, yeah. always geared up always looked always like squared away yeah. awesome i remember i still got my uh, my crucified right on my forearm yeah. with the agnostic front nice. lyrics around it too that's fucking that's so fucking dope dude i know i, I always want one of those i thought about covering covering it at one point but i'm like eh, you know what it's not yeah it's, it's a it's a like, memory don't do it. yeah it's a memory. yeah don't you'll regret it i covered the words on one of my arm because it like like i said Lori's head skins and it was an iron cross and yeah. was, you know i think of explaining it to fucking people i was like over it so like, yeah Chris Carver covered it, like in the late which I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done it. But I still have the one on my back, though. So yeah, I, I know. I, I feel like even wearing that agnostic front skinhead shirt nowadays, I wouldn't want. Yeah. You know, I feel like if someone yeah. sees that in certain areas, mm-hmm. you might be. They might be like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean, skinhead?" <laughs> you know. And yeah. Like, I'm gonna sit there and explain to them. Well, skinheads are rip. You know, like nobody. Yeah, it started out in reggae. Like, right. Reggae. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. 2021, and the word is still literally the kiss of death. Like, yeah. People don't want to educate about it they just think like automatically like ah like fucking white power you know what i mean right yeah it's terrible it's too fucking bad terrible yeah yeah well we had this what it is with the good ones sharp <laughs> sharp yeah exactly i know <laughs> and then those those dudes are wearing those uh yellow fred oh, Perry's the, bumblebee. Now, the, the bumblebee yeah. guys there <laughs> that's why i that was one of my favorite ones and i had just gotten another one in like 2014 and then i was, I was <laughs> like this and it was like a really i mean it's not a good breakup but this is a fucking crash and burn jimmy and i think that even a few parries there, and one of them was, was one of those. And I was like, all right, I think that'll work pretty good. I was like, she can wear it. No, I don't care. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I looked up. There's so many cool different ones now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember in that era, too, <clears throat> in the mid late 80s, um, you could you'd get the Fred Perry's at Marshalls for like fifteen dollars, and you know you'd go oh, in yeah. and like put one in, and then put like three over on over it and oh, get three for like fifteen dollars. You know the hustle. Yeah. Oh, I love Marshalls. Like, there's a store out here. It's kind of like that. It's called um, what the fuck is it called? Uh, oh, Ross. Like, Ross for less. Oh, Ross. Yeah, yeah. Ross. R O S S. Yep. Yeah. I could. I was thinking it begins with H. I was like, you go. Know what the fuck <laughs> is it? Called? But yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like a discount version of Marshalls. Marshalls is a little better, I think. You still find cool shit there. I just found some Mike Blazers there for like twenty bucks, man. Like like white on black, like low top. I'm like, what? Those are those. Everyone was rocking the Blazers like in the seventies when I came around. Like all the older dudes were running ball and JP, Oh yeah, like, <laughs> high top blazer with a little piece of suede on the side yeah. and a little piece of suede in the lip. I know, really I cool. Yeah, I was like, wow, those are nice. I want some of those. <laughs> couldn't afford them. Nope. Even when I had a paper, couldn't afford them. <laughs> poor prick. Now hanging hanging in uh, California, it almost seems like when I you know see videos and pictures of you hanging out there, you know it almost makes sense. Like it seems you seem to be. Uh, Does it? Like a yeah, you seem like you you know oh, fit in cool. with uh, with California now, and I think. Oh no, that's good to hear. I don't I don't you know I just I don't I, I'm like ruthless sometimes with those posts. I'm like fuck it, you my girl. I want you to like okay. But that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to like be be. I'm treating it well. It's treating me well. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's like it's like a couple of fifty to fifty fifty. It's like fifty percent re reinvention of myself and fifty percent environment. Yeah. And it seemed to come out pretty good because a lot of times those recipes don't really come out that good, you know. And, and that with sobriety and everything, it's just really coming out to a good a good uh, formula, I guess, you know. How how long now sobriety? Been year. It's been it's it, well after that whole back surgery thing, but I had to leave butt. So it's yeah. been. It's, it's a little over overdue now since I left since I've been here. Actually. Yeah, nice. So yeah, good. 
Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. Good times. And you, th- and you think hanging out with you know seems like Toby's probably a good positive influence. Oh God, yeah. Hanging out with like you know straight edge people. Yeah. Do you find it hard with like you know because hanging out with yeah. I, I feel like with sober people that may have had a problem with drugs or alcohol before are different than people that have just yeah. been straight edge forever. But do you no, find it's, it, di- it's difficult? Or? He likes it. He yeah. like really, really into the story, into this chapter of my life because as a friend, because we, we had a kind of borderline tumultuous relationship as like a roadie slash kind of band like back then. Right. Cause I'm mm-hmm. a fucking mess. I was addicted to everybody. Yeah, so right. of course in the hardcore scene, we have mm-hmm. sort of the option of this, of the straight edge scene. So it's kind of cool that, you know, and yeah, other you know worlds of music it might be kind of hard to stay away from you know certain things things that might yeah. trigger you or you know put you back in yeah. a bad place so it's it's, it's, it's good, that they, good that they that. yeah it's good that that has um like 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 a, you can actually do that with people yeah. and they're all just it won't be a problem you know yeah and there's actually all sorts of people like like the the, the meetings out here are crazy that's full of like musicians and all actors and all sorts of random people and shit yeah. so it's kind of cool it's like the weird net it like brings up the network factor right um like like 20 percent if, if you don't try too hard and just be yourself you know i'm doing yeah. other acting classes uh too i've been doing that's pretty interesting oh nice yeah it's cool it's like it's not as easy as i thought it would be you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like a lot of memory retention and fucking like i don't know it's i don't know it's a progress it'll take it'll take a minute but i'll, yeah. I'll be after a while have you ever done any acting no not since like like um like uh middle school elementary school my mom my mom had me like this acting like like modeling workshops like down in Coffley when I was like 11 I used to take the 39 bus down there and shit like oh, that nice. yeah. and that was pretty much it yeah nothing right. sense so no <laughs> <laughs> just the fashion shit in the 90s but that's not acting that's just I mean you're kind of acting but you're not really saying anything you're right looking there for a camera a stupid backpack or some shit right right but yeah so I don't know I mean it's a, it's a challenge I like a challenge you know yeah definitely so it should be fun down the road yeah when you Let's when see. you first moved uh, when you left Boston you moved down to New York uh, mm-hmm. you, you moved there specifically because you were going to work with Warzone, right, or audition with them? Yeah, exactly. That That's that's um, it's just the reason I literally went down there, just like I had my – and it was like go for broke. Like, yeah. Had, but the drum, drums in the back, it was like me, Kristen Brady, Laura Wall, like two or three others. It was all Oi Birds and me. It was fucking great. Blasting up. Don't forget, struggle all the way down there. And so we got lost. I missed, I missed the practice. And uh, I missed it. I mean, missed the audition, sorry. And then – um. You know, I had only, and they were like, just stay at Homeboy's House in Brooklyn and we'll do it next week or whatever. And then I ended up getting it the next week, which was good because if I didn't, if I didn't, I would have been fucked. I would have spent when they were 30, literally $30. Right. <laughs> and fucking my drums and right. did some dudes the Roadie's House in Greenpoint or whatever. So I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. And what was but, that? What was that like? Had you met any of the members of the band at that no, point? No, no. No, what, what it was was Saab, God rest his soul. Saab from uh, Morado was up here. Yeah. And he was. He had just kind of just started hanging out in um, in New York hardcore, like he, you know, it's just when all that sort of like the DMS started to culminate a little bit, like yeah. a little bit like that right around then. Yeah. And he was coming out. He could come, you know, back then, like you can any city in the country, or whatever, and then hardcore, like you can just go hang out at people's house and yeah. just stay like hippy dippy style. So he came. He was staying at the Wrecking Crew house in in uh, I think it was Franklin Street. Remember that house? Oh yeah, yeah. We were staying there with us, and he's like, oh, he's like, you know, the, the guy Lukey Luke's leaving uh, Warzone. He's like, what's well, going to be the drama? You should hit up Rabies. I was like, give me his number. So he gave me his number, and I just cold called him. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm in this business. Draw Dogs now. I used to be the FQs, and I, and I was kind of thinking, fucking doing some your car. He's like, yo, let's hook it up, and then that was that. That's crazy. Um, like it should seem like it's it, like in hindsight, it's so crystal clear, meant to be. Yeah, you know. 
I mean, so many years ago, but I mean, look at all those ducks that had to be in the row for that to happen. I know. And then you go like here. Rehearsal. And, yeah. Israel would say, he's like, the, the, he's like, he goes, what, me and you playing together after me and Todd play together, RIP, it's like, you guys are in the same band. He goes, the, the, the universe plays chess at a high level, brother. I'm like, yeah, I know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I know, right? He doesn't with words. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. And you worked oh. with uh, Dr. No with, with Warzone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did, Um, he produced uh, Open Your Eyes. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to, to, to like, you know, hello, Bad Brains after loving them, <sighs> like 15, 16, 17, you know what I mean? Like yeah. loving them. Yeah, what was, him was, what was that like that working with him? Oh, it was amazing. He such a like like down to earth person. He's like, call me Gary, don't call me Doc. You call call me Doc or Gary, whatever like that. Like we would go after we we was this really ill studio, Campo Cultural Center. I never done quickness there as well. It's like it's on oh, okay. Street. Nice. You wouldn't even know it was there. It's like like I'm looking from the outside, but it was this beautiful fucking studio, like state of the art. Like I was tracking them drums like two, three floors down looking at them on a the monitor. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I'm like, this is my first shit. I'm 18. I was it's a lot of nerves, but I mean, it was good. I'm glad I got it out of the way. So afterwards, we would track for hours and hours, and then we'd go, like, um, and John Norman had this girlfriend, the, the Bob Alcatraz has this bar in 8th and 8th. So we go there and smoke tweeds and sit in the fire skate and smoke beers and talk about, like, random hardcore, like, just about life and random shit like that. Or we go to his house and having to be, um, Gary lived down there, and he had his, his kids down there and shit. We'd be, eating food and stuff yeah it was a really cool experience man it's fucking really cool i was like wow and then you know it wasn't even we were just started to we were like i don't know three quarters of the way mixing and we had to leave on tour so we just left it him and jerry got us it's jerry williams um rp that mixed it and then i uh, sent it to us in like milwaukee or some shit like that we're like oh sounds great yeah <laughs> that's awesome print it up <laughs> nice send them out send it <laughs> yeah when you get so you guys, <laughs> I remember getting the the cut the, the Open Your Eyes record when it came out in eighty eight, nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, yeah, came out in eighty eight. Yeah. And uh, and I was looking at the cover, and I'm like, did Ek not get the memo that this they were doing the skinhead thing this day? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I never everyone said the same thing. Like what an <laughs> asshole! Like literally, like like Chinatown fucking orange bottom, like those slip on like karate shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. Shirt. Cut off fucking champion, fucked up like sweatpants, fucking hop along. I mean, shorts. that was the look too. That was one of the one of the few looks we had back then. So, yeah, I know, and I I I wanted to keep it like a little Boston too, you know. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, of course. A couple of them rocking Fred Perry's, and then uh, like some of them had like the American Skinhead shirts. And yeah, shirt. I think I, I think Trabies had like skinny braces and the American Skinhead shirt. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. But yeah, that was some some of the guy Joe Sherholz who took all those pictures. He sent me a bunch of like random outtakes like that I have. Like I'll send you the fucking oh, nice. hilarious. Yeah, I'd love just to like see doing that. handstands, fucking like random like skinny girls in the picture, just like, yeah. random people. Like, it's fucking really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but that I have I have um, good memories of that of that whole era. You know, we were my yeah, old band was supposed time. to play with Warzone, but uh, at Green Street, the band I have with uh, Al Quint. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's um. Did we? Didn't we? I think we canceled that yeah. show and ended up playing the Rat Show eventually. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, I think, I've only played Boston once at Warzone ever. I think I'm pretty sure with me anyway. Yeah, because I know they played there in the '90s with Todd and um, Vinny and those guys too. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that is it, like a split thing they did with Cause for Alarm. Oh, the split. Yeah, it's like a yeah, later. Yeah, like a. Yeah. Uh, 10, 10 inch split they did on victory yeah, I those think, guys are cool man like i like i i just i knew todd for the neighbor todd the kid just from like cherry tavern and shit like that so i know him better than all those guys but i didn't really know Vinny at all um god rest his soul but i, I talked to 
I check in with that Jason Laroff, like every, you know, text him once in a while, just say what's up. And he's really cool. Um, and Brian Goss, I talk to all the time because he's, he's upstate doing his own recording and mixing shit like that. Now the other guitar player, he used to work at the Ritz. So everyone, that whole crew knows each other, you know, Ray Beeson. Yeah. We used to go up there and just get into any single show we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Like Molly Hatchet. Okay, let's go see Molly Hatchet. Well, it's for free. You know, yeah. smoke fatty and sit on the stage. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> fucking cool. Something, always something to do, you know? I know. It's funny, like, being in the music scene, like, here or just anywhere. I think because, like, we've played in bands or had, you know, worked on radio or zines or labels or whatever, you could just go out any night and see, like, you, like you'd go to the channel and see, like, George yep. Clinton, and then the next night yep. see Slapshot, you know, and then yeah, one night see that, the Lemonheads yeah. or some shit. The Lemonheads, then, right? Remember that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that dude Jesse, man, he's doing, he's really doing well in directing now. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Jesse yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did. I saw his name first, like at a bunch of. I know we did the Fudos video, yeah, Food Party video back when, and then I saw his name at the end of uh, one of the girls episodes. I really liked that show, and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh shit, check out Homeboy, he's killing it. And then recently, a bunch of new shit. He's just killing it. He's like our age too. Good for him. Who's the other guy that's doing the, uh, uh, from the Wrecking Crew? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, he just had a brand new baby boy. He named, he called him, he named him Billy Jack. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like, like, I was like, don't tell me it's like that shit we used to watch when we were kids with the guy with the, with the fucking hat. That I love that. Shoes. He just fucks people up. He's like, yeah, that's it. I love that shit. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's so generational, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know, definitely. Yeah. So I haven't really, I haven't really hung, hooked up with him yet at all. We, we, uh, we just, we text here here and there he's wicked busy with that show you know yeah yeah that's, like, he's running the whole good. thing now that's awesome yeah, he's running the whole fucking shebang yeah i know it's crazy that's to good. see people from our scene you know like go out and do awesome shit you know that's insane that's like wow i'm like so psyched yeah i actually got this finally got those digital files of uh world's my fuse record oh did you nice yeah, i could send them to if you want yeah i'd love uh, to hear that yeah yeah i'll, I'll send them to you sick of a cindy um, did it for me and she um so i sent them all to nathan he's like dude i want to uh, re do a couple new bangers and then retrack a couple of those on there. It's like, would you be down? I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. But that was like two months ago. <laughs> He's like busy. You know? I was like, yeah, let me know. I'm around. <laughs> Did that stuff ever get released? Just, uh, the, I don't, you know, just the Espo shit that, that Shred released, but I don't know. That digital shit should be released. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Fuck, man. I, I think that record is amazing. Like, yeah. Like, for me, I mean, that was my favorite thing I ever recorded, honestly. And I think nowadays that's, people would want to hear that, you know? Yeah, right. How, how many songs did you guys record? Like a like eleven, I think. Maybe no, maybe eleven originals, and then we covered uh, "Don't Want to Know If You're Lonely." Uh, uh, do? Yeah, that came out good. And I kind of speeded it up a bit. It was kind of good though. Really fast, yeah. It hurt. Things like I don't think it's that fast. I'm like, no, it's that fast. You're like, no, it isn't. I'm like, yeah, it is. And then now I'm like, listen to it. I'm like, yeah, it's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking stubborn in the studio. <laughs> Not anymore. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah, right. all right, let's keep it. Keep it. It's a keeper, and it's a keeper. You know, it's a more confidence thing now, you know. But it's, with this thing with Israel, at least we get to go rehearse now, like, um, whenever we want, as opposed to renting three, four hours at a time. Right, little blocks, yeah. Yeah, because we all have different work schedules, so it'll be good to just be like, hey, let's go, like, what are you doing? It's three in the morning, let's just go write some shit, you know? Because we want to do our own record, too. The bass player is nasty. He could play. You can tell he's from, like, like the like funk school or whatever, like the Marvin Gate, like, with, like, chops like a motherfucker but he's also he can play with a pick too and he's just he, you know he's got musicianship plus he's got rawness he's like 36 and he's got a big mouth and shit he's kind of cool nice. I like him yeah <laughs> i know i feel like having uh people that are, are from other worlds of music or just or have played different types of music is uh yeah hardcore it brings a different dimension. Great. yeah it just adds yeah it does so much it really does it. like 
it doesn't need like a lot of times like maybe sometimes it won't it could be like berkeley guy berkeley guy whatever guy and then right flat but yeah. a lot of times it's just that chemistry like because I, I i was thinking we we're thinking no second guitar to fill it up and you know just make it heavier and then we're like you know what? it sounds kind of good just us three like yeah play like don't count many times in one hand but it sounds good so let's just roll like this yeah for now you know yeah and if you have a good songwriter like you said israel you know that's yeah. uh that's a I recipe for eventually like I'm, I'm gonna i've been writing a bunch of shit we're gonna use a few of my things for the new stuff and then maybe eventually like a, a babbering song or words on song you know down the road that's because i was like can you even play quickness he's like probably not i was like i don't think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's funny a good time do you play uh, guitar or anything else um yeah you know what not good by yeah. any stretch but enough to write you know yeah, yeah i just gotta teach great. myself bass and when i was living in new york one of my apartments and i was like this board and i was like oh this is cool my roommate had a bass and it's for a percussive for me so i was like oh this is cool i could slap on my pinky this is <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i was awesome. fucking flea i was playing it for four minutes but then everything and then the guitar i can't really i mean just acoustic like i i'd, I'd actually prefer to play an acoustic than electric everyone's like you know it's easy if you play electric it sounds like you sound you sound better i'm like no no acoustic's better and the shit I write is kind of like poppy. Like after playing with Jeff, that whole changed my whole shit about songwriting. You know, it's kind of cool. Maybe I'll put them out someday. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 Awesome. But man. I'll send you those. Was my fuse tracks? Yeah. Want. Yeah, I'd love to hear that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I have email. Uh, text me an email. Yeah, I'll, I'll send my email over. Uh, I'll send them. Yeah, I'm glad we I... get to do this again. Yeah, definitely, man. I... This is gonna be fun. To yeah, hear. once it's up, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll obviously I'll send you the link and all that shit probably I in the next week that. or so yeah of course bye bye, bye.